Hey guys, how's it going? Good. Hey, Cameron, it, Ryan. It does good. Do you have a good day? Cameron, what's that voice you're doing there? It does good. <laughs> are you just, uh, are you just so silent just because we? I just destroyed you in NBA 2K? <laughs> no, but seriously, how are you guys doing? <laughs> good. Yeah. Do you have a good day today? Yeah. Played a lot of Xbox today. That's what I yeah. did. Played some Minecraft. Nice. Some epic gamer moments in there. Sure. I played a lot of Xbox today, too. I just got my Series S off Cameron's recommendation, uh, and I'm really enjoying that. But, Ryan, what, do you, what are you doing? I uh, Today was pretty chill. I um, recorded an episode of Octorock Talk with my friend James, got some drawing done, and managed to get a little bit of... Um, it's came out like a few years ago, but I just got it. Um, got Street Fighter V and just been playing that through. And, you know, being a fighting game, it's going to be 800 season passes. So I figured I'd probably wait till it's nearly done and half the price. And it's all on the champion edition, basically. So, yeah. Are you are you a fan of most fighting games or is it just Street Fighter? Street Fighter is my favorite. Uh, I, I like other fighting games. Like I like Tekken. I like Dead or Alive. Uh, Mortal Kombat, I've got kind of turned on to recently. I mean, I never disliked it. I never, but I mean, Street Fighter, like probably Street Fighter, Smash Brothers, Marvel versus Capcom, Darkstalkers. Okay, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of Capcom I, in there, obviously. Injustice or no? Early I really like Tekken Injustice. games. I think early Tekken games were, I feel like they were stronger. Like before, I haven't really played like a Tekken game recently that I actually enjoyed. Like I was what turned me on to Tekken was Tekken 3. And then I love Tekken 4. And then by after playing like, you know, Dead or Alive and um, more Street Fighter coming over to Tekken 5, it felt way slower. But not too long ago, I tried playing it somewhere and it actually I, I don't know. Maybe maybe it was just maybe it was just me. I don't know. But moved a lot smoother and a lot better. So playing around later. I mean, I think Street Fighter is probably my favorite fighting game. But um, I uh, you know, uh, there's a bunch I like. I think Street Fighter I like the most just because of the characters, and I like reading the lore on the characters. Tekken I don't really go for the like researching lore on the characters in Tekken at all, like because like they're not really that interesting. I feel like Street Fighter like. Is that one fighting franchise where you like, I want to know more about these characters. Yeah, it is all very over the top anime and I'm not going to lie. Um, there was a point where I did probably keep up with more tech and lore, but then after a while I just, you know, fell behind on that and street fighter. I mean, I, I love the street fighter comics by Udon and, um, also, it's just one of my favorite games. I forgot to mention also Guilty Gear. I really like Guilty Gear as far as fighting games go, but, uh, street fighter has probably always been my favorite. Right. I, I heard you said Smash Brothers in there. Like you could you consider that like a like a like a regular fighting game, a different kind of fighting game. But I mean, the the, what the object game. of the game is you you're all punching and kicking the piss out of each other. Then, yeah. Right. Did you have you played much of the of, of Smash Ultimate? Yeah. Yeah. I, I've played a lot of it. I, I have it, but um, I'm not. I, the thing about it is I feel like Smash Brothers. I feel like it was that game like. And this made me sound older, probably, but I feel like it was that game you'd go like whether it be um, original melee or even um, brawl. I feel like it was that game you all got together after like school or and whatnot when you you know and at a friend's house and just like play. But now it's like I have to make time to organize that. And I don't want to go online and play some twelve year old kid that's going to kick the shit out of me like in five seconds. So I play it. But I don't play it as much as I used to. You know what I mean? I mean, I'll, if it comes out, I'll get I'll download it and play the new character for a while and whatever. But I don't like I don't commit as much time because it was much more of a sociable game when I was younger. Whereas Street Fighter, I feel like it's for whatever reason I could pick that up and play single player easily. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think the thing that turned me off with Smash Ultimate, because I, I have it, but I think you described it pretty good. It feels like I'm working just because it starts you off with so little characters. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, just it wants you to uh, keep playing the game, so it rewards yeah, I, you with other other players. And once I, I got all the characters unlocked and bought the characters I wanted, from there I'm like, okay, well I guess I'm just waiting for someone to come over. Oh, they can't because of COVID. Okay, 
Right. Play them online. Exactly. Well, it's, once again, I don't want to get my ass kicked by fuck by twelve year old like playing as like Jigglypuff or something. You know yeah. what game was fighting game was really memorable for me was Naruto. Naruto fighting games. I don't know if you guys ever played those. I actually never really got into Naruto, but I can imagine there's so many of those games at this point. I can imagine them being pretty fun. Yeah, I don't like know anything about Naruto, the show. I've never watched it, but I played it at a friend's house and it was very, it's not like a platformer fighting. It's kind of like three dimensional where you have this round arena that you walk around and the camera will follow you around. And that one really was like, whoa, like that element to it. Is it kind of like Power Stone where it's like yeah. fixed, where the camera's fixed and it's kind of on this whole area. You see what everyone's doing. And they throw boxes and whatever at each other. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. It, yeah. I really enjoyed it. I always like those 3D like beat em up uh, fighting games. I don't think they make enough of those anymore. Yeah. Right. Well, they made that, that Dragon Ball Z, the Fighter Z, I think oh, is what it's called. Yeah, that one, it kind of makes sense because it's the uh, guys who did Guilty Gear, but it plays kind of like a Guilty Gear game, sort of. Mm-hmm. So it's all I played a little bit of that, and I, I'm not, like, I actually kind of liked. If I was into Dragon Ball Z, I would, I would totally like play more of that. But oh, if you're a Dragon Ball Z fan, that game is basically porn right there. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, I, even I like just playing it just for a little bit. I was just like, okay, I can understand that why a fan would really like this. So, well, they uh, do. They have a lot of like plus, like you know, if you do the story mode, you can kind of like pick characters for your team or whatever and depending on what you're about to go do if depending on the characters your team they have they went out of their way and have interactions between characters that have never interacted before on the show or only interacted a few times so it's interesting seeing like because you know the, the story's way too crazy and all over the place but it's like hey uh i still hold a grudge from that time you killed me 20 years ago because you know this character's brought back to life they, they, they come up with like all these weird reasons why the characters are back but um you know so it's kind of interesting just seeing like wow they really went out of their way if you like mix up these characters on a team they have a weird cutscene where they're talking together before they go on in this fight mm-hmm. yeah thank come out as adequately as i'd like it to but you know what i mean oh it's it's, it's fine ryan uh, it's, hard to, it's hard to sound like smart and prestigious when you're talking about dragon ball <laughs> <laughs> No offense so, to fellow no, Dragon no Ball offense. fans. Yeah, no offense to Dragon Ball fans. But, like, continue to listen because uh, we're talking about. Uh, I, I don't know how to spin this from Dragon Ball to, uh, I, I guess, uh, WandaVision. But uh, WandaVision episode three came out. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, exactly. Segue. Thank you. I like Thank it. you, Cameron, for that, for helping me with that awful segue. So, I, I thought um, this one gives you more. And then, you know, the first two for sure. Definitely. Or uh, more substance, you know. And I really feel like we're in Wanda's world because she threw that bitch out. <laughs> right? <laughs> she, yeah. She, she's like, what the fuck did you just say? And and she just like probably I just imagine her. I know they don't show it on screen, but I just imagine Wanda like flicking her finger and she like flying out the window <laughs> and going through the sky and just like leaving the whatever universe they're in. Right. Well, there's certainly uh, a tinge of like, I mean, I guess it was always there, but like, is she com- entirely aware of what's going on or is she like, what, what is it exactly? And then there you yeah. see that you're like, oh, no, she's she's fully aware, or at least to some extent. Yeah, like, I kind of feel like she wants to just live in a happy TV show world, you know, with vision. And the right. minute he sits down and be like, what's going on? Nope. Rewind. Can I, I like uh, can I make a quick little prediction? shoot whenever we uh go near the end of the series and where it's all mostly taking place in the real world um i can honestly see there being a flashback to her and her brother when they're a little watching american tv and just watching reruns of old cheesy sitcoms mm. right i think really cool. like the way i think wanda really cool. chose like cheesy sitcoms in this situation just because i feel like obviously like this this is where she feels the most comfortable and this is where she can disguise it, disguise like her, like what she's trying to hide. And so um, what show was this one? Brady Bunch, easily. Really? That's what I yeah. thought, but I wasn't for sure. Yeah. Brady Bunch with uh, hexagons, which hexagons like in the animation, which mm-hmm. Ryan apparently from what I've been reading online, like the hexagons are like, 
it's hinting at something. Hydra? Like, yeah, yeah, Hydra. Is it? I, th- I think so. That's you the only the reason soap, that... though. I want yeah, Hydra's that. been popping up in like a lot of the ads. They had the Stark oven or whatever, and then they had the Hydra, the the, the Hydra, the Hydra soap, and the Hydra watch. Right. Yeah. There was a moment in this episode where, because I think it was in the second episode when when Wanda like rewinds, and it feels like Vision is a is is a part of this. But in the towards the end of episode three. Did you guys see like that that weird effect that they used where it it doesn't necessarily rewind? It's almost like she blinks. Yep. Like someone like poorly edited it, kind of. Because yeah, it's, it, yeah, yeah, it's almost like a poorly edit. But Vision's just kind of like, uh, what's going on? It's almost like That's the Men in Black flash. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is definitely pretty trippy. But it's almost like like Wanda is also controlling Vision at this point. Vision might not be real. But yeah, true. So That's uh, what I'm thinking, right? He's technically dead, right? Because of I mean, I don't know, like everything that went down. On. And, yeah, but, I think that this, I mean, this is. I'm gonna assume this isn't the real vision, and I'm just assuming what's gonna happen. Just, just um, I, I know that in comics, a lot of time death is inconsequential because a character a lot of times just comes back to life, like you know, a month to a year later, sometimes 25 years, but that usually doesn't take that long. Usually they're a different form. Like if they weren't yeah. necessarily like that. Yeah, uh, well, like vision. like um, Hawkeye was thought to be dead and he, for a minute and he was gone for like a year, maybe. And then he came back as uh, came back as Ronan as we see him for a minute in Endgame. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So but it's like, I, I don't know, it kind of goes all over the place. But anyway, anyway, I think the movies, though, not all the time. Because before Marvel was getting a lot of shit, like no one really dies. They always come back to life, you know, but in, recently people seems like they've been staying dead. So I feel like to make it mean something, they might actually keep vision dead. And this is meant to be like a bittersweet farewell to that character. Yeah. Or I was kind of thinking about this. It's it's almost like Wanda is, is staying within this. Like, like, I'm not sure if you guys have seen community, but there's this Christmas episode where, where Abed is inside the claymation uh, episode. Like claymation episode where he's inside his head. It's almost like Wanda is like inside her head and people are trying to get her out, but she doesn't want to leave because she knows that the person that she loves the most vision like is dead. So she's living inside her head where like vision is still there. And like all these people are like coming in. That makes like, me wonder why that. why Vision would question it. Maybe she manifested something that would act like Vision, sure, but mm-hmm. I mean she's able to change the physics. She probably can't control the uh like an in inception, you can't really control the uh what are they called? The uh your subconscious. Remember? Like how like his subconscious took the form of his wife kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking I can't, I can't remember the term for it, but like when your uh, subconscious would try to figure out who's in there, like making the dream happen, they would just like come and mob at you, you know? Right. Maybe. It's like a self-defense mechanism or something. I'm sure like it's not that exactly, but I'm feeling something like that. Yeah. Something's definitely up. Why everything, you know, when she uh, broke her water, it started raining mm-hmm. everywhere. What also leads right. to the question of like, I'm kind of wondering if... um how many people just going off the trailer and everything we've seen so far in the show, this trailer, it lets you know that people are a little bit more aware of it. Cause there's the part where I think uh, there's uh, I think the guy's name was Joe, the guy who was out there hedge, uh, hedging his, uh, working on <laughs> the retaining wall. <laughs> yeah. Which I think that was initially start meant to be kind of funny and kind of hokey at first, but even though there was no like, even though it's there was disturbing. no ominous music, it was still kind of disturbing. It kept on going like, so I am like, all right. Yeah, maybe, just went just went out of it. Maybe, so, maybe that person was an agent. That's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if all these people to some extent are and agents or something like that. Cause Wanda created this like big, like, like uh sort of like a shield around her world and it changes often you know that's how she able, she was able to just get that person out of there because they're actually in a physical place in the world 
Well, I'm wondering what I'm wondering is if like these people who are already there, because there are these people we've seen in the other episodes. Right. I'm wondering if like how much of their will is their own, because there's a part when they're sitting there, when Vision walks in, like, don't tell them. And then suddenly gets very like intense for a minute, like no joke, no nothing. And then they sh- they take off. And then that lady's like, oh, like, like, I, I think that I think that's that's supposed to be there's the. um uh, Darlene, I think her name was, was it, was that the lady, the, the, uh, the black lady that came in with like, as the friend and got put, thrown out. So there's Darlene. Was it? I don't think it was Darlene. It's like mandolin or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, she, I, I might be wrong. I think that's supposed to be in, um, Captain Marvel. There's the little girl. That's the daughter of her best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what, since, since that takes place in the nineties, I think that's supposed to be her. I might be wrong because I think in the comics she ends up becoming somebody. I don't remember who. Um, I think that might be her. And then I'm wondering because she says like like when Ultron killed him. So I think that that was she is an agent and she was trying to like test the waters for a second and it backfired. Yeah, right. And she also had the sword, the and sword yeah, necklace, like- just like the the helicopter had the sword, um, the sword icon on it too. Mm. Was it was it Monica? That's it. Maybe it was Monica. I think it was Monica yeah. Rambeau. I think. That's I think that's it. yeah, Monica Rambeau. And I, think. I bet you her will is being tested too. There's probably things that she is trying to fight. Like she's probably trying to fight Wanda's universe, and it, it's probably trying to control her. You know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she's there's probably like they have, they have. She has to try to fight it. There's probably like some form of like where they just got to roll with it, but there's probably these gaps or these moments that are going to be themselves for a second. And that's probably that, that. That's my guess, at least. Mm-hmm. And there are some people probably there that are just there. And she wanted to probably like strolled into some suburban neighborhoods. Like, all right, this is it. This is my spot. And you guys are going to enjoy nice sitcom life for the rest right. of uh, your years. Well, here's what if we find out that like when this force field goes down, that it's actually a really just shitty part of like, you know, it's almost kind of like some of the houses are abandoned like it's almost kind of worth nothing you know what i mean and she said well life already sucks here so let me see what i can do about it yeah right so the like the main backdrop of, of this episode where it's basically wanda and vision have have a baby so right it it's kind of like an or an accelerated baby which i thought it was pretty Two comedic yeah yeah basically our twins which ryan you you'll be able to help us out with this one a little bit like those twins Maybe. are those children are they play a big part in the comics, right? I actually don't know. I um, never really. I mean, like I said, I never really read any um, solo vision or solo Scarlet Witch. And um, whenever I've read a comic that they and I just knew of the history. But um, mm-hmm. I know that whenever there, there's episodes, there's issues where they popped in and they were like they mentioned their marriage for their their failed marriage for a minute or something. Um but I, I could I could see going either way. I could see those babies actually being something really like real and important down the line in Marvel. Or I could even see it being kind of like something like whenever when this world crashes, all the fake things crash too. That includes these fake babies. So oh, maybe shit. that gives her something to fight for. Right. That's dark. That's deep. Right. And dark. <laughs> That's super deep, right? I would, uh, I would love to see that actually. Oh, but what do we think about like just like how this like episode is handled of like great of like the pregnancy and just of just the concept of like vision like changing a diaper? I thought it was super funny of of just like him like timing himself and just I don't, I don't know. I I feel like vision in, in any part of the show is just great just to see. But he's really winning me over every episode. Mhm. Yeah, he uh, I think the good the best thing about the show is we get to see more of Paul Bentley play that character. And whenever he was on screen, in the Marvel movies, he was good, but he was never really the main focus. So it's cool to see him, even if it's not the real vision. It's he cool to see on, him act up uh, like sitcom roles, mm-hmm. different ones every time, too. He's really like giving us a big range. And I, I feel like this episode like really shows off like the director of this episode. Like he directed a lot of always sunny episodes. It's almost like this episode, like if 
Wanda has a baby. And it's just like, it's, I don't know. I kind of expected like that theme song, like Charlie's the wacky neighbor. Like, hey, guys, just like flailing <laughs> into the room. Right. Could you guys see like that style, too, where it was kind of the, like the humor, the humor was almost kind of on the level of Always Sunny in a way. Now that you say it, I just want there to be like, because, you know, it's the whole thing about It's Always Sunny is it plays that super happy music, but it always deals with fucked up dark subject matter. So right. now I would just like to imagine just like we've worked our way all the way from like Bewitched and Leave it to Beaver to It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So, right. <laughs> so they have to worry. There's an episode where they get addicted to crack or something. <laughs> well, the, that could be the that could be the finale because it, each, yeah. each episode, each episode is moving along each sitcom. Like like the first episode was was uh, I Love Lucy and just like the early the early the sitcom. This is, and then this we're is in the, the Brady Bunch. 70s could be next, so that 70s show, right? Like, maybe, and then We're probably doing like Roseanne or something. Didn't you mention that in the last discussion? Yes, sir. And I really <laughs> hope that we see like shaggy carpets and yes, only the future yeah. will know. Only the future. Yeah. Title of the episode was uh, was in color. I think that's what it was called. Mm-hmm. Do we see any uh, significance there? Um, and with the title, I mean, I, yeah. I think, um, I don't know. I mean, maybe cause I think some shows made a big deal. Like, you know, I love Lucy now in color, you know, so now maybe it's just something kind of like that. Like it's, this is the same show you watched before, but now it's, we're just got it a little bit more updated. Mm-hmm. Maybe, 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 I don't know. Maybe there's more to it than that though. Or maybe it's calling back to like the previous episodes where Wanda is finding like found like the helicopter in color and just certain things. Yeah. Out. Well, like maybe I'm looking too much into it, but I don't know. This is only uh, speculation here, but, um, you know, the, cause they already showed the, have you guys looked into by chance, uh, the organization sword? No, I did not. N- no. Did either of you see the last Spider-Man movie, uh, homecoming, not homecoming, um, uh, far from home. I did. Yeah. I did see that. You know the the final teaser at the end when Samuel Jackson's on a space station? Yes. Mm-hmm. I believe that's oh. the sword head I believe that's the sword head base. I might be wrong, but I think that's the head base of sword. And so sword it, does mm-hmm. I'm guessing sorry, Ren. Oh go ahead. From what I get from Sword was is that kind of like an offshoot of Shield? Shield two point oh. Oh shield. Okay. Go, baby. We're going to space now. It's kind (laughs) of like they look out for, I guess, they're sort of the other, like, I I guess, sword. If I remember correctly, shield is a little bit more on the defense, sword more on the offense. Makes sense. Yeah. That's kind of a little straightforward on Marvel's (laughs) part. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think uh, shield's the one they always go to, but it might be, I mean, even shield has done some fucked up things. Like they did all the, they did all the stuff in civil war, like all the mutant and hero registration stuff. So they, they themselves are not, they've always not always had the best track record, but I think sword is also like, they've come down. Like I want to say they're a little more preemptive and that kind of stuff. Well, what kind of organization hasn't done fucked up things? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but what were you going to say, Ryan, before? I... Oh, that, that kind of sums it up. I was going to say, I think that because you have, because, um, you know, you already have the, the, even though Sword has not been anything MCU previously, I don't know, maybe it's been in some of the TV shows, but I, I don't know about that. We saw it on the helicopter and then we see it on the necklace. She's definitely an agent. She's trying to help her. Right. Or not help her, depending on what Wanda wants. Yeah. Exactly. Wanda's just got to listen. So. What Hydra has to do with all of this. It could be some kind of sub subconscious thing because she was experimented on by Hydra agents. So Mm -hmm. it could be that or there could be maybe even someone in Hydra that's working in there coming after him. At the end of the first episode, we see uh, like before it rolls into credits or I think the first set of credits rolled, we see. I think a Hydra agent like adjusting, like kind of in the, in the control room. Mm-hmm. A control they have, room. They have the uh, Hydra logo on it or something. Uh, I believe like I saw the Hydra logo. He had a book that had a star on it. It looked like uh, the winter soldier book. I think. Oh. 
Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but I remember something like that image. Maybe, maybe it's maybe it's something like Hydra started it, and it's more than they can control. So now they got a sword coming in to clean up the mess. Yeah, possibly. Who knows? I mean, we we we're only this. There's eight episodes, right? I don't know. Um, not, what we were. Saying. I don't think we really know. I think oh, okay. Going off of Mandalorian, I think they would go eight episodes. Okay, that that would make sense though. I mean, and yeah. plus, I, I'm also imagine like. I'm I'm wondering if the last episode, if the last episode's even going to take place in that world. Like, I, I can see the last episode just Five. taking place in a facility and just Wanda fighting off whatever villain, you know? Nine episodes. Nine episodes. Okay. Oh, really? Where'd, where'd you see that? On the internet. I oh, hope yeah. uh, ScreenRant.com is reliable. Fuck ScreenRant. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Google, though. I haven't on the link. If I could talk shit on Screen Rant just for a second, and this is gonna make me sound like a nerd, there's like, you know, um five times like Batman and Joker teamed up. I'm like, oh man, let me just see what the fuck this is. And there then there's one I'm looking at. And like one time they fought together to get through Arkham Asylum. Like, oh shut the you didn't even finish the fucking book. That wasn't even fucking Joker. That was Nightwing dressed as Joker. No one does the research. Fuck these guys. Yeah, there's a couple it. other websites saying nine, but Maybe they got that one right. I don't know. <laughs> you win this time, Screen Rant. Right. <laughs> Did you ever send an email about that? Huh? About email? to Screen Rant. <laughs> email about Screen Rant. Huh? Yeah, about the the Batman Joker because it it sounded like you were gonna like. It sounded like you said you were going to send an email. Oh, no, I'm not going to send an email. Fuck it. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I, I just don't like. I, I don't want to go on a whole other tangent here, but. I just I don't really like a lot of the a lot of the, you know, IGN's nerdists screen rants. I don't really like a lot of them just because I don't know. I mean, I feel like I mean, I know you got to come up with some kind of you got to come up with something each day. You got to get those clicks. But after a while, it's just like I read through a lot of stuff. I'm like, you guys don't even have your information right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, that's more on screen rant. But IGN, I just don't like IGN. You know, so yeah, They, they get the same kind of vibe from the both of them, though. Right. They go multi multi-million dollar journalist. At the end of the day, like some like some guy, some guy that looks like freaking like the human version of Jabba the Hutt behind like, you know, a mahogany desk saying, how do we get these fucking nerds to click on our shit? <laughs> exactly. Right. Put Batman and Joker in the title. <laughs> This is a very misleading title right here. I don't give a shit. Yeah. You, you're here on this website. Now give me your money. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, but what were we talking about? WandaVision? <laughs> yeah, WandaVision. <laughs> Why are we all here? Why are we gathered on this day again? Right. But yeah, I, I really like this episode. I thought it was I thought it was really, really solid. A lot of comedic moments and I don't know. I don't. I kind of don't really know what else to say. It's. It's. it's I thought like, it was... mystery is still out there. Like we still. They're. They're starting. They're starting to pull back. Like, pull back the a little bit of the pages. Just kind of see us. We kind of see a little bit what's going on, but each episode just reveals like just a little bit more. I feel like this one. Um, it's a little bit more balanced out. Like the first two, they both had like a few moments. They're like wait, what? And they usually happened at the end where this one, um, I, I want to say maybe it wasn't like half of it was that, but it wasn't just this weird little out of place thing. And then suddenly she rewinds it's back to normal. Like I, it, it's for a while going with the hokiness and then it stops and goes into the dark, dark spot and it stays there. And that's what I kind of liked about it. Cameron, do you agree with, do you agree with Ryan? Just kind of like just, how this episode was just kind of paced and stuff like that and just yeah um i'm having a hard time remembering what vision was doing in the beginning of the episode they were just preparing getting ready for like looking into stuff to get ready for the baby that well they had that doctor visit yeah that doctor had a important name that i'm kind of just i'm blanking on it was something um shoot i'm looking it up i don't know but i think that um Vision getting a little bit cold feet is kind of, I don't know, like maybe, I don't know where I'm going with that. Well, no, yeah. I, 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 it kind of helps because there's that minute where he is doubtful, not maybe about the 
maybe not about having a kid, but just the situation seems odd. And like you mentioned earlier, there's that part where he's like, this just doesn't seem right, does it? What do you mean? That's where suddenly we, we talk about the last episode, how mm-hmm. the um, cinematography almost changes depending on like whether it's sitcom mode or psychological horror mode. And he sits down like, this doesn't seem right, does it, Wanda? Something's off here. And then some just poorly edited back to the where it was before. Like no fancy, like just poorly edited. He's back right there. Yeah. It, it was almost like it was just like a men in black, like flash. Yeah. And, and, and Wanda was just like, oh, no, no, no. Pulling myself back in. Pulling this, whoever this vision guy, like back in, back into my false reality. But uh, well, I guess here's another question, because, I mean, she can alter people's appearances, I'm assuming. Mm hmm. What if it's not vision? What if it's like, I don't mean like, what if she just has somebody and she's dressing them up like vision, making them look like vision? Mm -hmm. How would they, how would he be acting like vision though? No, I'm like, she's kind of taking over him. Like what would vision like Like, thinking like, what would vision say here? What would vision do here? And then out of that, if that, if, if, if she just takes like a surrogate person to like be vision for a while and all like, you know, and a hologram of vision is basically I'll, I'll manipulate your uh, your brain so you act like vision. That that would be terrible. I imagine once he's done with that, he'd never live the same again. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a, in, a, in a blender kind of a thing. Kind of like a in Mario Odyssey where where Mario throws the cap and just throwing <laughs> 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 the the soul stone in on everyone's fucking head right <laughs> with the mario odyssey thing i'm not gonna lie maybe i'm just a sick fuck my mind went some dark places with that i was just like okay well now that mario took invaded this body of this goomba i guess he's just gonna like make him kill his whole family and then make him jump off a cliff right <laughs> 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 like mario's like the goombas they're not real people oh my god um that's a really good theory about just how it's just someone else and i, I think cameron i think you mentioned that maybe wanda is just just picked like just a random town that's just totally boring and she's just set up camp almost like she's just playing like dollhouse in a way with like just random people and just kind of like it's just Wanda's just imaginary world. I just in a, in wonder how the Soul Stone is going to be playing itself into it because that definitely has a lot to do with Vision. Yeah, and like sure. that makes me also wonder. Question, and it, it's probably an obvious question or an obvious answer, maybe, but I'm not sure. Where is this in the timeline? In the MCU timeline, are we going to assume this is right after Endgame or after Endgame? That's what I'm assuming. It's right after Endgame. It wouldn't. It really yeah. wouldn't make sense to have it any any other time in the timeline. But yeah, and it seems like Marvel is kind of the. I can't really think of any other film where it where it took place like like in the past. Like I guess like Ant Man, like it kind of played with the timeline a little bit. But like most of all the other ones, Captain America: go, First Avenger, I think is the only one, and like. Uh, Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's true. But other than those two films, most of the other films are going in like chronological order. So it would it would make sense for WandaVision to kind of operate on that same principle. Yep. But yeah, well, I'm glad we finally got. I mean, maybe it's not like the one we. Maybe it's not the way we. It's we were hoping for. But I mean, Phase Four has finally officially started. So yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, they named it the Multiverse Saga. No, right? Oh, really? Or oh, really? I, I heard that they named the saga. They keep on saying they're going to wait. They're like, sorry, we got some time. We got some things to iron out before we bring in like X-Men or Fantastic Four. But I, I can see them being teased yeah. by the end of like Definitely this first phase. Hmm? At the beginning of this first phase, I see them being teased yeah. by the end of it at least. Mm hmm. But yeah, this going to um, be wild. I wonder if another reason like we look, we want to do this. We want to do this initiation thing, this uh, multiverse initiation thing. First off, just so it's a lot easier to explain how other characters can come into our universe that weren't there previously and quickly dismiss it. Also, I think there's some interesting storytelling possibilities. Also, to distance ourselves and people know Sony Marvel is not the same fucking thing. <laughs> right. 
No, what? it's not Morbius. It's not Venom. Separate thing. <laughs> like how fucking like how fucking like Sony's trying to like tailcoat them on that. But then it's it, it also gets a little bit confusing because with the the Disney produced or MCU Spider Man, like Sony also helped out with that one too. I, I read something like the, the Sony wanted to take credit for Homecoming and Far From Home. So what happened was. Um... Sony put up, I mean, they both put up some money for it, but I think Sony put up a bunch of like was mainly produced it, but they let Marvel do what Marvel wanted to do as long as it stayed to these particular guidelines. And then out of that, even though Tom Holland could pop up in other Sony movies, Venom, Morbius, whatever, can't pop up in MCU movies. So in some way, they're loosely kind of connected to Marvel, but we're never going to see. Morbius at this moment. Never going to see Morbius or Venom on screen with like Captain America or Captain Marvel or Iron Man or someone like that. So it's just a way for them to basically l- let Marvel do all the heavy lifting, really. Right. And still, they can still put out their shit. Put their name on it and, you know, and still get recognition somewhat like, oh, we used to own this name, you know? Yeah, which is just like, yeah, I mean, I'm doing it wrong. Uh, uh, the new Spider-Man movies are good, and I loved, um, whatchamacallit, um, End of the Spider-Verse, but I, like, fucking Sony, I, I don't trust them. <laughs> they're just, they're just they, I feel like they just, I feel like they just got so desperate, they just said yes to whoever walked in the room, and they just happened to get, stumble into something as good as End of the Spider-Verse. What, did you, what are you talking about, Ryan? You didn't like uh, Venom? Oh, fuck that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I liked Venom. I feel like for the wrong reasons. <laughs> I, 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 mean, I like Tom Hardy. Mm-hmm, and, I like him too. And I thought he was pretty great doing his freaking whatever that accent was. I thought he was great just like in that film. But other than that, I was just like, yeah, it it was just weird. I mean, you had Woody Harrelson teasing he's going to be carnage in the future. But it's just like, I still like, I don't give a shit. You know, <laughs> Woody Harrelson is cat is. Um, something Cassidy or whatever, uh, but um, playing Venom, playing Carnage, that's perfect casting, but I'm still like, I, I don't give a shit, really. Maybe, maybe maybe the next one will be good, but Sony is just, I don't know, just for, because, uh, I don't know, we can go all day about it, and I want to add another like 40 minutes to this podcast. I feel like you know? B-rated movies sometimes, compared to MCU, the MCU content we've been getting. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like like a B rate, a B B movie can be fun, but I also at the same time, like, I want to if I if they're gonna make a Venom movie, I want it to be good, not some half ass thing. Like, well, we don't have the rights to every other Marvel character ever made, so let's even though Spider Man's integral to Venom's creation, let's just leave him out and make it a Venom verse. Like, fucking idiots. So I don't know. I just yeah, uh, a Venom verse. Maybe maybe Tom Holland will get there eventually, and then they're, they're, they're for a minute for a minute they're talking about they want to do a. For a minute, I mean, it was just in talks. But they're talking about they wanted to do a uh, a Aunt May prequel movie where she was a spy. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? And then they're talking about like we want to do a Craven the Hunter movie. It's like you, you, you really guys got to figure out how to fucking do Spider Man before you jump over to Craven the Hunter. It's really just, good villains. thing that. MCU is introducing the multiverse because you can just be like, well, that's the Sony multiverse, and that's how they get kind of right. We don't go there too often. It's kind of stupid. Right. Exactly. Maybe Tom Holland will flash in and out of there. Like they could do that. They if could. Sony really wanted to go, you know, with uh put the gas on the pedal for that Venom verse, but uh I mean they could just be like, Oh, Tom Holland appears through a portal and you're in this universe for a movie. When Spider-Man, when, when Spider-Man was, when the Marvel lost the rights to Spider-Man for a minute, there were so many gifts where it was just like, they put the MC logo, MCU logo over like Robert Downey Jr.'s face. And there's a probably like, I don't want to go, Mr. Stark. I don't want to go. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that's, that's too funny. But yeah, enough about shitty Sony making shitty movies. Uh, WandaVision episode four. Is there anything that we want to see? Like cameo. I want to see a cameo by a character we are already familiar with. I feel like we got a lot of that in, in Mandalorian and I kind of want to see that in this season of WandaVision. It'd be kind of cool. 
I don't know about episode four, but I can actually see that I haven't looked it up on IMDb or anything, but I can see um, the guy who played Quicksilver making a cameo and getting a chance to say a proper goodbye to him. That'd be cool. I'd like them to recast somebody and reintroduce character we haven't seen in a minute. I like how you said that. Like, what if you just seen just Sam Jackson just pop up as Nick Fury? Because be he always is there. Just he, pops he up he like, always, wake up, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> wake up, motherfucker! <laughs> Stop all people in your fucking dreamscape. <laughs> this shit's I, not I, nights on Sega Saturn. Fuck. <laughs> uh, I just, I just say that just because it just seems like Nick Fury just kind of pops in just like whenever he wants now. Like his, like his, it feels like his character is done, but it's almost like he he signed a contract and and he's just gonna call up Disney and just be like, hey, I, you know what? I hear this new show, WandaVision. I think we need a cameo for Nick Fury. Kevin Feige is just like, uh, no, Sam. <laughs> no. I think they call him more than like, you want me to show up in an eye patch? All right, I'll do it. Right. Exactly. I mean, I feel like he didn't even have a line, right, in Endgame. He was just there on the back porch looking all ominous. Right. I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll say this. The minute, because, you know, Nick Fury wasn't always just the guy in the command room with his arms behind his back. He used to be a guy out on the field shooting shit. So if you ever want to, you could do a I know they already he was already in um Captain Marvel, but if you want to go further back and do one where it's like you have to get a different actor, which is hard to do for Samuel Jackson, but um you do one set in the seventies or eighties where he's like still in kind of, you know, a rookie or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I Having mean, fights some villains who probably wouldn't get their own movie. Sorry about that. Go ahead. He did get his purple lightsaber in Star Wars because he asked for it. If he asked for a cameo. <laughs> they'd let they might they'd be like all right i mean can you say no to sam jackson no it's probably really no. hard to you just you know it's just like no and he's just like uh no i'm just gonna walk through the set anyways it's like sorry sam no like i think you i think you misheard me and just gets up and just goes on the set like i'll be here all day like someone want to move him? like fuck you you move him. sam jackson yeah, right Already shows so up it, makeup done. If someone, if a security guard comes up walking up to him, he just gives them the same look he gave King Kong and Kong Skull Island. Like, all right, let's back up. I didn't see that film. Me neither. <laughs> fun. I did see the trailer for Kong versus Godzilla, which makes me want to watch Kong. Oh, th- that just came out today, right? Yeah. Today or yesterday, and and I'm interested because I actually like the Godzilla movies. I wish there's more fighting and less people, but um, I think Kong Skull Island had that good balance. Now that that's the characters are more fun in that. They should do something like Fury Road, where it's just really that an action based movie. I'd be up for that. Godzilla, right with Godzilla, yeah, and just fuck yeah, just throw everything against the freaking throwing everything against the wall. You tell your tell your story and develop your characters through the dub action. Well, I caught, well, Godzilla stuff originally started off as like disaster movies, like how are we going to stop this monster? And like through the ingenuity and like, you know, resourcefulness of Jap- the Japanese government and people, we, we overcame, you know. And then after a while, it just became like Sunday, 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 Godzilla versus Mothra versus Rodan. You know, I came that after a while. Yeah. So. Right. Maybe that's why Rowan Emmerich uh, made Godzilla 2000, because he's like the disaster movie guy. You know, I I get why. I mean, I'm not going to say it was an amazing movie, but I get why they chose him at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Like he's not as good off. as the original Godzilla, but I get why they tried to um, kind of get him because it has the whole thing where it has a big emphasis on people and then they deal with the monster. You know, I don't know. I haven't seen the, I haven't seen the trailer for the new one, but is that out this year? Yeah, like it's on HBO, HBO Max. Yeah, HBO Max. Oh yeah, putting out a oh, yeah. lot. Space Jam is going to be on HBO Max. Oh, dang. There's going to be, there's a few other movies, but Space Jam is, that, is on that, HBO Max. Is that trailer out no. on HBO Max? Or? No, Did but they show, I, like, in, like the HBO Max trailer, they show like, um, you see like one or two quick clips from it. Yeah. But you don't see the official Space yeah. Jam trailer yet. Okay. Like you uh, see uh, LeBron, you see LeBron there with like Bugs Bunny behind him looking shocked. Okay, I I think out of all the trailers, I, I want to see Space Jam first. Like uh, Godzilla, I, I think I can wait in, uh, for the movie, but I want to see that Space Jam trailer because I I just want to see, I I just want to see what it looks like. Well, it's like the fabled like it's the fabled thing they've been talking about for like twenty years, 
and now it's like it's never going to happen like oh my god it's actually happening it's actually happening (laughs) yeah it's kind of (laughs) surprising But now it could actually because, you know, people were laughing how ridiculous and how like shallow the first one is just for like, you know, basically selling Big Macs and Nike. This one, I, I could actually see him coming in there with like that twenty twenty one Jump Street kind of like thought process of writing. So, you know, right. Who's directing that? I don't I mean, know. Uh, uh, um, say. I don't know. Uh, LeBron. LeBron's just directing it because he just does everything. <laughs> He's like, Fuck it, I'll try it out. Why not? Right. Like, I'm in LA. Hmm? Malcolm D. Lee, produced by Ryan Coogler, LeBron. What? Coogler's <laughs> producing this. Duncan Henderson, screenplay by a bunch of people I don't know: Jewel Taylor, Tony Redenmeyer, Keenan Coogler. So the Coogler's got something to do with it. Terrence. Oh, let's see here. Malcolm D. Oh, he did. He did an episode of the Wu Tang Show. Then it's just a bunch of comedies. It's a. Uh, Night school with with uh, um, Kevin Hart, Girls mm-hmm. Trip. Oh, scary movie four, unfortunately or five, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, but you know, the, I, I mean, we'll see what happens. He did Undercover Brother. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see. But I, I just want to see that trailer. That's that's basically what I'm getting from Space Jam. Other than that, I think that kind of ends our Wandavision talk. But I don't know. Do we have any uh, words of wisdom, Cameron? Hmm. I think I do. Just enjoy what we have for the time we have it. I don't like to talk politics on this, like when we talk, but I, I, it just feels it feels super nice that politics is boring again, and we don't have to talk about it. I'll just I'll just end it with that. So yeah, that, that feels nice. I'm not like getting too optimistic about that but lady gaga did have a good performance of the anthem at the inauguration i will say that she played in mixed meter which is a little uncommon what's mixed meter so parts of the song are in four four timing and parts of the song are in three four timing she switches back and forth oh that's crazy it's interesting yeah but now here's what it's it's more traditional. It's more like of a of a a Broadway approach. She's not like taking the pop approach like she did at the Super Bowl, uh, which was still good. But like other singers, like Christina Aguilera, will do the pop approach where they kind of like mess around <laughs> that thing. Exactly, Lady Gaga does a little bit of it, but she mostly keeps it like a standard Broadway, like real. Like she's an opera trained singer, so she she you know she could really let it go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was going to say um, this is the first time I actually saw the um, inauguration process because my job, we have a TV in the room and um, and every other time, you know, I was either working or I was at school when the inauguration was happening. And then I was like, they get fucking celebrities to come in and sing songs. So now I'm just kind of wondering what every different pre- I, I'm wondering what every president before Biden what they're like, you know, all right, for President Trump, we got Kid Rock. Doing, this, is, this is your land. This is my land. Uh, I forget. I honestly forget who. Maybe. Trump like Toby Keith, it. maybe Ted Nugent or someone. I don't know. I, I think that I didn't watch the inauguration, but I think the. Uh, like I watched the highlights of it, but the, the thing that made me just a little bit better was that they were wearing masks. Like the, you have the president wearing a mask and I don't know. It's. Just it's nice to have a president just to like embrace science and just like embrace like public health. But Bernie Sanders is wearing some nice mittens. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan, for bringing that up. Thank you. The the freaking meme that just shook the world. Like, I don't know. Th- those memes are just so great. I- there is, still- there's apparently, I guess, a big like a uh, uh, UFC fight a little bit ago. And uh, I don't know who it was. Like, Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Conor McGregor. And someone had their arm out and they photoshopped in the way where they took Bernie Sanders like laying there with those mittens on. And it looked like it looked like he like had his arm in a lock. Uh, and it actually yeah. looked real. Yeah. <laughs> I think you sent me that one, Cameron. Yeah, no, I, I saw that same. I saw that same picture that was uh, from an older fight, actually. But yeah, he had he had, I think, Chael Sonnen in, a, in an arm bar. I, I loved it. I loved right. it. There was another one I saw where. He was basically doing uh, the Undertaker's Tombstone Piledriver move, 
where he's holding a dude upside down, like in front of him, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I just, I love those. I love those so much. Yeah. And Bernie's hey. like, hey, why not? It's fine. It's all I'm right. now asking you to submit again. <laughs> Apparently, like, he took, like, that image and he put it on a sweatshirt and he sold it for 50 bucks on his website. And all the proceeds went to, like, Feeding America or something like that. Mm-hmm. No Kid Hungry, I think. And they sold it. It sold out in like minutes. Someone took another one of where there's like when he was running for president the first time and that little bird landed on like the podium. They like photoshopped a little ver- a little Bernie and like mittens sitting there in front of like big Bernie. And he had like a little like just fairy <laughs> dust around him. I feel like the only way we complete complete the circle with the Bernie meme is if the watercolor like like uh, artwork we do we replace the watercooler and it's just Bernie in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> He's just sitting on top of the watercooler. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or just in the background, just like just judging us. Yeah. <laughs> Jud- judging us talking about Spider-Man and Batman when we should be talking about WandaVision. They don't He's stay like, on topic. I listen to the shelf of WandaVision, not for not to listen to them to whine about Batman or screen rant, these dirty fucks. These dirty fucks thinking that they're the one percent. <laughs> <laughs> just thinking they could thinking they could talk about whatever they want think of the 99% 99% of people that clicked on this hoping to hear about WandaVision just to hear them complain about Spider-Man for 20 minutes <laughs> it's screen rant screen rant <laughs> you don't have the hand motion so we're losing 95% of it right 99% of it ha <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and I'll see myself out I'll, uh, yeah later Exactly. Uh, but yeah, uh, everyone, please wear a mask, uh, stay safe, and uh, watch episode four of WandaVision. Yeah. See ya. Thank you, Ryan. Oh, sure thing. That was fun. Yeah. See ya.